Hi, I'm Ted Raddick with the Finley Courier Sports Department. I'm here with my cohort, Dave Hahnemann, and welcome to the Week 1 Football Podcast. Uh, we hope to do this every week after the Friday night games. Um, tonight, I was at Columbus Grove at Pandora Goboa. Uh, Grove won 32-18 to 18 with uh, 18 points in the in the fourth quarter, uh, Grove's defense forced five turnovers and turned Pandora over on downs three times in the second half, um, and that keyed their victory. Dave, you were covering Anthony Wayne at Finley High School tonight, and it yeah, did not was. end well for the Trojans. No, it did not. Anthony Wayne is known for its defense, and it was, it was defensive struggle. And I think their defense magnified the fact that fit, that Finley's offense is really, really going to struggle this year. Uh, they're young. Um, Max Roth, sophomore quarterback, shows a lot of potential. He's a great scrambler, uh, but I think there were times he could have made quicker decisions. Mm-hmm. There are times when just get get the ball out of bounds rather than take a, a four-yard loss, which makes your second down doable as opposed to you know, now you're facing 15 yards instead of maybe 10. If you get behind schedule on first down, that's just really hard to overcome. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, this is a sophomore quarterback making right. his first career varsity start. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a learning curve probably all season. Probably. I mean, the touchdown pass he threw, it was a thing of beauty. I mean, and it was to another sophomore, uh, Ben Ireland. Those two, and he put it right on the money. Ireland ran a great route, and uh, but the drive where they scored the touchdown on started with uh, Anthony Wayne went for it on fourth down in their own territory. I don't know if they were getting cocky or what, but Finley took got the ball up the thirty six yard line of Anthony Wayne. First play, um, holding penalty, back him up. Second play, offsides penalty, back him up. Now they're in their own territory on a drive that started at Anthony Wayne 36. And then the Roth kid made a couple of great scrambles to get him a first down. And, and on fourth down, he got him the touchdown. But the thing Finley has got to do is, and, and young teams will do this, but they can't afford to do it, is they've got to eliminate mistakes. Right. They had costly penalties. Um, their strength is defense, and they did make some, uh, some really good defensive plays. And Patrick Dillon, their punter, was unbelievable getting him out of trouble. Uh, two snaps that were, if he wasn't six three, would have gone over his head. Right. But he reached up, knocked the ball down, scoops it up, and gets off a fifty three yard punt. <clears throat> then he does the same thing, gets off a fifty yard punt, and later on he gets off a sixty two yard punt. He was getting him out of trouble with his foot, but they can't count on that all year long. All year long. All right. Well, let me ask you this. <clears throat> you know, I. Anyone who's been around football for any length of time has seen these teams that are fundamentally solid, but you can tell they just need game experience. They need an off-season or two in the weight room. Is Finley that type of team where you could see they could be good in two years, one year? You know, Is this just a rebuild and they'll be good from here on out, or is this just not very good talent? Uh, it's a rebuild. I mean, they, the kids that they have out are not bad football players. They've got four returning senior linebackers. Um, 
that are good football players. But you just can't keep getting yourself into negative situations where uh, they had to keep ma- – Anthony Wayne was getting three, four, five yards a crack, and so they could just march down the field. I mean, they had uh, they had two running backs, a quarterback and a running back, combined for 64 carries. So that means they're getting enough yards to keep running. Right. Okay. Well, my hot take on tonight's Grove Pandora game, and I saw another uh, quarterback making his first career start tonight in uh, Pandora's Silas Smank uh, taking over for Jasper East, two-time All-Ohio kid. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and – Boy, he's got a live arm. He can make the throws. Uh, three touchdown passes, three interceptions. Now, mind you, uh, one of the interceptions came on a tipped ball. Um, one of the interceptions came on a turned into a pick six on just a really heady play by Columbus Grove linebacker Ezra Jones. Um, Pandora's going to be good, I think, by the end of the year. They'll yeah. they'll get better as the season moves along, you know, because they had to replace a ton of talent. Grove looks solid. Uh, no reason to think they won't be a, a Northwest Conference contender throughout the season. So I think we'll take a quick pause here, and we'll bring in cur- new Courier Sports Editor Michael Burwell, and we'll talk about some of the other action around the area tonight. All right, and we're back. We're joined by new Courier Sports Editor, Michael Burwell. Say hello, Michael. Hello, Michael. <laughs> All right. And uh, we're just going to talk about some of the other games in the area tonight, and we want to start with one team in particular. And, of yep. course, everybody knows it's the Lou. It is the Lou. How about the Lou? How about the the Klepfers? And how about the Wildcats ending an 18-game losing streak and with a big win? putting a running clock on oh, Dan Barry. How about that? How about that? 47-13 to 13 win for the Wildcats. It's their first home opening win since 2011 when they beat Ridgemont 20-19. to 19. It's their first win overall since the second game of the 2017 season. And... I'll tell you what, they put on a heck of a performance. Uh, the Jaron Klepfer to Jaden Klepfer connection was hot, and especially in the second half. And the Lou, uh, well, that's uh, it's just a great game. You know, I went and saw them scrimmage uh, in their second scrimmage uh, last week against Ridgemont, and uh, their quarterback, which which Klepfer is the quarterback? Is it? Jaren. Jaren, okay. He's got a good live arm. He can make all the throws. I saw him throw a couple out routes that he zipped out there. They were on the money. You know, the question will be, as the season goes along, will the line give him time to, to check mm-hmm. down his progressions and maybe, you know, find that fail-safe guy coming out of the backfield? Um, mm-hmm. You know, I like Van Lu's chances against their entire non-conference slate this year. Yes, I, I agree. I agree. They have Ridge, I believe Ridgedale yep. this upcoming week. They have Crestline later in the season. A little season. down the road, yeah. Yeah, a little later in the season. But sure enough, they have a solid chance to start 2-0 here, which last time they did that was way back in 2010. So they – you know they they had some close games last year and then the Danbury one in particular right. you know they led early and you know they kind of gave it away they I don't think they were in as good as condition as they are now right and I think they just hadn't learned how to win yet and maybe maybe this one you know 
maybe that gets them over the hump a little bit. They got a strong junior class for a school that size. Yes, you know, yes. The, almost half their team is juniors this year. Yes. Um, bright for the future. Right, for sure. So, and so it, what else? Uh, what else impressed you this week? Uh, you know. Uh, Lipsick beat Carey in a game we knew was going to be hard-hitting, and the Vikings did it without completing a pass. I, I believe they completed one pass, okay. but they only attempted, I think, six passes, which is which is pretty mind-boggling. Uh, they're going to really, if I mean, if they're going to, if they want to win the BBC, they're not going to be able to just run the ball every every game. Although Cole Williamson did have a great game for the Vikings, he had three t- rushing touchdowns, 120 yards rushing, but. Lipsick's got to be able to throw the ball if they want to if they want to stand a chance to win the BBC. Uh, defending state champion Macomb uh, opens up with a, a big win over Delta. Oh my goodness, big win, forty-one to nothing. Uh, uh, what can you say? I mean, you, you almost expect it at this point for Macomb. I mean, they lose arguably just an incredible player in Tanner Schrader right. and, and a whole lot of other great players and. Sure enough, they open the next season with another dominating performance. Uh, you got you got to feel like Macomb is going to be in that top half of that. Well, not top half. One of those top couple teams in the right. BBC. So, you know, uh, Liberty Benton started last year zero and four in their first four games. They got a win tonight. Uh, kind of a shame. It's the last time they'll play Winford. Uh, Winford has mm. uh, decided to to bring an end of what we thought was a really good week one. Uh, Series, yes, uh, for sure. LB will get Genoa next year, but mm-hmm. you know they came mm-hmm. away. What was it, thirty-four twenty-nine? I believe was the score. Yes, yes, that's correct, and that really was a good series for opener for LB. I covered, uh, I know one of them or a couple of them uh, a few years back, and that was always such a such an even rivalry. Uh, LB really has the advantage in that at home. They've won, I believe, all four of the matchups at at in. Uh, at LB, so uh, that's a great start for for the Eagles this season, though. Especially you know after last year with those close losses and the 0-4 start, they're off to a good start this year. Okay, big win for Patrick Henry tonight. Uh, we expect them to be really good this oh, boy. season. Oh boy! And, uh, <laughs> you know they they shut out Lake. So yeah, and, you yeah. know Lake's kind of one of those teams that's kind of up and down from year to year, but you know they're. In the upper half, usually, of the Northern Buckeye Conference. So that that's a good non-conference win to begin. Yeah, that's an outstanding win for Patrick Henry. And, yeah, they're, they're really going to be a force in the NWOAL. Uh, TJ Ramey and Will Morrow uh, had, both had two rushing touchdowns tonight. Uh, I mean, that defense is going to be outstanding. They have athletes. I mean, Ramey and Morrow are great wrestlers, obviously. Uh, uh, they just have hard-nosed kids. And with Bill Enzelman leading the way, uh, you got to expect Patrick Henry to have another outstanding season. Uh, they have some tough non-conference games for sure, but that will lead them right into NWOAL play. And, you know, there are some tough teams in there as well. But – but you got to expect Patrick Henry to, right. to really play well this year. You, you look at what they did last season. You know, they started 0-3 in their non-conference slate and just ran the table in league right, play. Right, right. You know, oh, that's, that's outstanding. That's, that's the way to get it done. All right. Well, I think we will end things here for this week. Um, I hope uh, everyone tunes in on Friday nights as we go over what happens in the area's football action. Uh, We will see you next Friday on the 
on the podcast. Uh, be sure and watch our videos at, uh, we hope, post on Tuesday evenings. Uh, and, uh, hey, go out and buy a courier. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week.